Colossians 1.18 says, So spacious is he, so roomy, that everything of God finds its proper place in him without crowding. This podcast is going to help you live out your faith, walk in the Spirit, and rest in God's grace. Hey there, my name is Wendy Parker, and I want to welcome you to the Spacious Room Podcast. Hey there and welcome to this week's Spacious Room episode and today I want to talk about wallowing in mud. Did you know that elks like to wallow in mud? And a wallowing hole is created by a bull elk. Now the bull elk is part of the deer family and he has antlers like a stag. He actually looks like a stag but he's not. He's an elk and they create a wallowing hole when it's rutting season that's mating season for an elk and what the elk the male elk does is he finds a pool of water and he digs into the ground with his hooves and and his antlers and he's pushing up the dirt and then he urinates into it and then he rolls around in it and as gross as this may sound wallowing in this wet muddy odorous creation to attract female elks which are called cows It's the bull elk's way of sending a clear message to all of the cows, letting them know that his pheromone-soaked, perfumed coat, along with his bugle calls that he bellows out into the forest, means he is ready for action as the rutting season starts to approach. And he wants to, his idea of this wallowing hole and him soaking himself in this urinated dirty, horrible creation, actually attracts all the females. And the more females he gets in his his harem, in his herd, the more likely he's going to be able to um, carry on the next generation of elks. And But a smart hunter knows all this and he will search for wallowing holes a couple of weeks prior to all this mating process begins and and it's such a crucial time for the bull um, because he is so busy focusing on gathering his harem of cows and he doesn't really think about hunters. So what the hunter does is he hides in nearby trees in the forest for cover um, and they and hunters can see where elks have been wallowing and then the hunter sets up a Uh, what's called a shooting lane so he cuts a few branches down and lines up his uh, rifle or he's got a bow and arrow um, and they then they can ambush the bull elk while he's busy wallowing so um, the the whole idea is that the elk is so distracted by wallowing that he doesn't see the hunter lining up his scope ready to fire an arrow or a bullet. Well, like the bull elk, as Christians, we too can wallow in the mud of our past offences and we get so distracted by wallowing in what someone's done to us, what, what's um, just the hurt and the shame and the brokenness and, 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 we, we, and the resentment and, and everything and a betrayal and bitterness when we wallow and wallow and wallow and we don't realise that the enemy, Satan, the hunter, has set up his shooting lane 
ready to ambush us because we're so distracted and not to um, not allowing Jesus's scars to heal us and to come out of the wallowing hole and to be cleansed and to be free from our wounds and turning our wounds into victorious scars. So this podcast today is to help you to, to stop wallowing and I mean I'm I'm preaching to myself because I was that person I was that elk wallowing in mud for my past defenses and um and I'm I rolled around in the muddy repugnant odor you know every infraction that someone did to me every wrongdoing I covered myself in that, that stench of what people had done to me and I hoped to gain a harem of followers like the bull elk, you know, and then it becomes a herd. And if you've been in church any length of time, you can spot people in a wallowing hole. And when you're in it, you don't realise you're in it. But when you let Jesus set you free from from wallowing, you can spot it. And it's not judgment. It's not um, going, oh, I was there and I'm not there. It's there now. It's more being aware and, and helping people out of it. Because this is why I wrote my book, Wounded and on the Run, because I have been there, I have wallowed, and I really don't want other people to wallow and let the hunter wound them so badly that they keep running. And that's my heart, as I'm sharing, that wallowing is not good for us. And... You know, we I wallowed in gossip and slanderous comments and, and it just attracts others. And, and that perfume, actually, it's vengeful. And it divides up the body of Christ rather than keeping the body unified. And that's my heart for this podcast today. I really, I, the body of Christ is so important to be unified. Unity is important. Not being all the same, just unified. And I'm so tired of the hunter Satan lining up his scope, like cutting down the trees, focusing on a wallowing hole and firing his bullets and arrows and wounding the body of Christ. Because I was that person and and I um, have been set free from it. And I want to help you too to be set free from wallowing and to be self-pity and believing that, that your complaints about past hurts is actually justified and I'm not justifying that anything that anyone has done to you is is right um it's just we can be healed from it and we can be whole and we can move on and we can help others because wallowing is is actually dangerous for our spiritual growth because while we're rolling around in the wet mud discharging all our toxic waste the hunter satan sets up that shooting lane ready to take a shot, start a blood trail. And if we're too busy wallowing over our past defences, then the enemy goes unnoticed. And he can easily ambush you, causing you to run. And then he leaves a blood, you leave a blood trail and he follows you and he follows you until you're taken out. Now, according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, A vagabond is a person who wanders from place to place without a fixed home, one leading a vagabond life. Now, wallowers tend to be wanderers, roaming around 
from church to church because of past offences. We've all experienced it. Either it's been ourselves or we've heard other people talk about, I left this church because. And the hunter Satan will use all our indulgent feelings of hopelessness to his advantage. Keeping the blood trail, the one you leave behind from moving from place to place, the vagabond spirit, going from one church to the other and and taking those past offences with you and wallowing. And like I said before, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that being mistreated by others is okay. That's far from it. Listen to my heart. What I'm saying is that if we want to be free from the blood trail that flows behind us, then we need to find the path that has the blood trail which leads us to the cross. And in Job chapter 1 verse 7, God asks the accuser where he's been. And this is the accuser is Satan. And this is what he says. Oh, I'm roaming here and there, running about the earth and observing its inhabitants. See, that's what the hunter does. He observes you from the covering of his shooting lane in the forests of the trees as you wallow in your offences. And if we want to turn our wounds into scars and step into the future God has for us, we need to quit rolling around in the sludge and slush of gossip and slander by developing a maturity in our faith walk. And discipleship, I'm so big on discipleship. That is the key motivator in our faith for our growth. So we are built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and we become mature and we attain a whole measure of the fullness of Christ. What he died for. I, I'm, I'm so up for the full measure of what Christ did for us. And Donald Miller, the writer, he he says this. He says, roll the credits on the stories that are done. And I love that. We need to stop reading the long list of cast and crew that offended us in a movie that we no longer play a part in. And in Isaiah 53, verses 7 to 9, it's, this is proof that the crucifixion of Jesus heals every wound because you're thinking, how am I going to let, let Jesus, how is his scars going to heal my wounds? Well, Isaiah 53, is, this is the proof because it says, we've all done our own thing, gone our own way. And God has piled all our sins, everything we've done wrong, on him, on him. That's Jesus. He was beaten. He was tortured. But he didn't say a word. Like a lamb taken to the slaughter and like a sheep being sheared. He took it all in silence. Justice miscarried. And he was led off. And did anyone really know what was happening? He died without a thought for his own welfare, beaten, bloody for the sins of my people. They buried him with the wicked, threw him in a grave with a rich man, even though he'd never hurt a soul or said one word that wasn't true. Jesus did all that, my friend, so we could stay out of the wallowing hole and be healed from all our past offences that has caused our wounds to bleed out and for the hunter to keep constantly finding us because that's what he does. He tracks the blood trail that you've left behind and he knows where you are. 
Listen, dear friend, churches will never be perfect because its body is made up of people. Broken, wounded, hurt people. And I know the wounds inflicted on others can be devastating and painful, causing us to wallow in our anger and hurt. I know I've been there. But I found that the more I keep surrendering my brokenness to Jesus, the more I let the strong emotions attached to my scars fade and let Jesus heal with the scars he had from the cross for my salvation, for our salvation, then I stop wallowing. I come out of that wallowing hole. And then Satan can't find me as easily because the blood trail starts to dry up because he can't shoot anymore. He can't shoot at me. He tries, but now I'm, I'm more aware. And once we stop bathing our wounds in the stench of past offences, the sooner we can stop running away from God and let him turn our wounds into victorious scars. And like you, I have been so badly wounded by the hunter Satan. However, my heart for you, dear friend, is that I don't want you to be a wallower anymore because I want you to be more empowered and equipped to be in stop being tracked down by the hunter, which is Satan. So today, dear friend, if you are rolling around in the mud and created a wallowing hole because of past offences... I pray that Jesus will uh, just come in and and soften your heart and help you with this and show you the scars of what he did for us, what he did for you. And and just say to him, Jesus, I don't don't want to wallow in offence anymore. I lay every offence that I've caused and that, that it has caused me to be wounded And I lay it all at the foot of your cross. And I ask you, Jesus, to make my garments clean. I don't want to be a spiritual vagabond anymore. And I don't want to wallow in the mud anymore. And Jesus, I I pray that just let, let us all feel the warmth of real trusted friendships that keep us going along the journey ahead and help us to follow the path, the path that flows with your redemptive blood trail. And I pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you would like more teaching and messages on the Christian life, then check out my website, thebigvoiceonline.com. I look forward to sharing the spacious room with you next time.